got it. Okay. <laughs> well, how are you? I'm good. Um, oh my god, Bear, you look so <laughs> I just I just looked over. I just cleaned her mat. Uh-huh. Because you saw how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And she just fucking flung all her wet food all over it today. No, beer. beer. You gotta eat that, and she won't eat it when it's not in the bowl for some fucking reason. Um, beer, beer. It's her trying to assert dominance over you. I cleaned all of her yeah, stuff. Clean it up. It is. It it is. I cleaned up all of, or I washed all of her beds and stuff. I know she has more than one bed, <laughs> but I washed all of her beds and stuff. Um the other day too and i took it all out at once and she was like hi mom why are you touching my stuff <laughs> what are you doing with my stuff she was so pissed she was watching me from the living room and she was like glaring at me and then when i finished removing all of it she came over and like to where it usually is looked around and uh-huh. then hid from me <laughs> oh. she was so mad She's so funny. She's so pissy for not like she has. She's dramatic for real. The video you sent and I can post this on Twitter too, where she's meowing at you and you're like your food's right there and you like pan to like the food bowl that's like still has food in it and she just looks back at you. She's like, "Eh." (laughs) she just starts screaming. That's what I have. It's so funny, especially. There's like you can see like the lids of cans and stuff like that. So it's like she she's been fed. <laughs> and she like literally turns and looks at her food. Like I say, her breakfast is right there, and she turns and looks at it. So she knows what I'm saying. Like she acknowledges it. But she's like, no, this isn't enough. God. Beer beer. Beer beer. You're too spoiled. Hey bear, can you give us a meat? No. She gave me a silent meow. That's hey. okay. <gasps> I don't think you heard it. She didn't meow. No. Good girl. That's okay. I Good felt girl. it. Oh, she just winked at me. Okay. <gasps> whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's a menace per usual. Per usual. She lives life out of spite. And honestly, good for her. Good. Yeah. Shit. Honestly, I choose to live my life out of spite. I think if I lived my life more like Bear, I'd be a happier person. Yeah, I think we all would. Not like that if you did it. Yeah, Sarah, if you live your life more <laughs> like Bear, everyone would be happier. <laughs> but I'm saying. No, I- everyone would be more miserable if I lived like Bear, except for me. I would be happier. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone, though, would be happier if they lived their life like Bear. She just. God. Does, does not, not care. care. Does not care. Has no fear. But literally look God in the face and laugh. <laughs> she doesn't even know how to laugh. She's a cat, but she'd learn. She'd learn. Or she'd be like, mm, really? Thank you impress me. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Yeah. We would all be better if we lived. The world would not be better. The, but yeah, the world would be on fire. We would be better. You're so cute. Good thing she's fucking cute, even though she's a goddamn menace and a half. <laughs> uh, could could you imagine if she was a person? 
Oh my god! I'm doing this. Just like slapping people all the time. <laughs> just like smack. Just glaring at you when you're like cleaning. Yeah. Because you're in her way. <laughs> <laughs> I was vacuuming the other day. Full vacuum. She sat in the middle of my room. <laughs> and then when I like went toward, I needed to vacuum where she was sitting. Mm-hmm. And I went towards her. And she meowed at me. Like <laughs> I was in the way. <laughs> Aren't like animals supposed to be scary? Vacuums would be sc- the vacuums are kind of scary. I agree with the animals. <laughs> if I didn't know what that fucking thing was, I'd be goddamn terrified. And she literally yelled at it <laughs> instead of moving. Oh, bear, bear! The Roomba has literally hit her <laughs> before she would move from it. God, she has to assert dominance. She has to show. That she's in charge. She, she will does. not move for anything. It's the worst. Anything shit. or anyone. It's incredible. Incredible. How have you been? Not good. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Just going to put that out there for everyone. Got COVID. Woo. I mean, now I was good before that. I went to a wedding and that was fun. Yeah. But then I got fun. COVID. And you have some competition because the little sister of the bride was like, you're also my big sister now. Um, so can't replace saying, you can't replace the OG. Mm, I don't know. I'll <laughs> drop this call right now. I swear to God. See you. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was it was really good. Now it's just and then, me and dad PvPing to see who has the strongest immune system. Yeah. I so, love that for us, honestly. Don't need to prove anything quick. You you just the cold genes are running real strong in you. The whole anti-COVID genes. Dad is gonna I, win. I know dad's gonna win. I'm surprised, honestly, that it's gone down the way it has so far. You thought I'd go first. I yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, I'm the weakest link in this family. And then honestly, I thought it would be me second. Yeah. And mom third. And dad never. No, dad fourth. I feel like dad, it could be like like he doesn't get sick, but he was the one that was like going into the office. Yeah. The whole time. So it was like he did have the like the highest risk of risk of exposure there for a second yeah he did but after that point when we all kind of like dispersed and things open up i would have been like okay no he's back down to fourth yeah i don't know it's weird hey both him and i been doing pretty good though yeah i think i've had more close contacts than him yeah and so far, woo, woo, I'm toughing it out. <laughs> I'm impressed. You're the answer. You and dad are the answer. I'm the 10% of the population that can't get it or whatever. I thought I was. I thought you guys, I, I thought it was just JK. Because it, it took a while for you guys to get it. Luckily, it wasn't too bad. I just slept and like sweat the whole time. Yeah. I mean, hey, here's my thing. Maybe I'm immune to COVID, but I'm not immune to whooping cough. And is that, I think that's more embarrassing. <laughs> and you got vaccinated for 
Well, I guess yeah. I got vaccinated for COVID too. I was gonna say, I was like, not you admitting to being an anti-vaxxer. No, <laughs> no. you're not an anti-vaxxer. They'll stop. They'll stop me from getting any more vaccines. You're like, please stop. We don't have any more. And I was like, yeah, put them all in me. I mean, but here's the thing: like, I should have been more protected against pertussis when I got it than COVID. <laughs> And I haven't gotten COVID, but I got fucking whooping cough. And it's just insane. I still can't get over that. The whooping uh, Sierra, cough. You and me both. And that was like the craziest month of my year life. year of the Lord, what, 2021? Like <laughs> No one gets fucking pertussis at this age. And at this year. In this time. Well, I told and- you. um, At one point at Lafayette, like... A whole bunch of people got tuberculosis for some reason and i was like why is there an outbreak of tuberculosis and did i tell you about how the fact that because i lived we both did i don't know why i'm saying i did because i'm the center of the universe because we lived in japan uh-huh when i was one to three years old i mm. want to clarify this for for the people in the back when i was uh-huh. the, from age one to three they made me take a tuberculosis test before I went to college. They said, that bitch is laying dormant in you for 15 <laughs> fucking years. You are you a sleeper agent. A <laughs> fucking baby. And you didn't show any symptoms. And it's just been lying inside you for 15 fucking years. <laughs> what the fuck, Sierra? What were they on? Uh listen i don't know and then i think i had to get like revaccinated against it even though we got vaccinated before we went to japan they were like you really have tuberculosis we just know you're hiding it <laughs> i was not hiding it you're like i promise i don't and they're like well they're like yeah you. right yeah <laughs> we promise too wink wink like, yeah <laughs> like what the fuck yeah they were very convinced colorado school of mines was extremely worried that i was tuberculosis positive so take that as you will I mean, you you did get whooping cough, so. Not at Colorado School Mines, though. <laughs> that's fair. That's a Texas original. That it, that's, yeah. It's <laughs> fitting. Oh, boy. I like um, how basically um, all of our intros are just, like, talking about Bear and then talking about, like, how broken our bodies are. I don't, that's the two things I know. <laughs> Oh, God. It's so hot in my room right now. I have two full tricks, Sierra. And it is those two tricks. You know what? And I find them entertaining every time. That's why we work well. There's always something fucking new with our bodies, too. (laughs) Like, immediately I got over whooping cough and fucking broke my nose. (laughs) Like, you can't make this shit up, you know? Uh, Yeah. I was feeling... I'm going to physical therapy. Don't question that. We're not going to explain it. Um, I'm going to physical therapy and I had to fill out a form. And it was like, have you broken a bone? And But it was like, just in general, it wasn't like related to the issue. And I had to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I did. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope they don't ask me about it. I don't want, I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't have to, have to fucking explain it again and then i always put like a remix spin on it because it's like too embarrassing <laughs> i'm always like i fell oh no uh-huh. <laughs> 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 i'm just gonna start saying someone punched me i think you should 
Yeah, I gotta make it cooler at this point. Just keep upping it. Yeah, every time someone asks. Like, the first time you can be like, I ran into a pole. And then you could be like, I ran into someone. And then you could be like, someone punched me. And then you could be like, I got into a fight. And then... I got into a fight with a bear. Yeah. Not bear, a bear. A bear. Bear was also there. Bear was there. But that bitch ain't willing to fight for me for real. <laughs> Actually, like, no, she sometimes well that one time that she thought Baxter was being too rowdy with me. She was about to step in for real. You weren't there for that, were you? No, I wasn't. I think that was this is the longest intro ever. Mom, cut some of the shit, please. <laughs> for the love of God, cut some of the shit. Um we really said we should record now. We're ready. No. We weren't ready. So yeah, by the way, guys, we always like talk before recording because we like need to get some shit out of our system. And then we start recording and we're like, yeah, we're ready to record. Like we've said all our stupid shit. And then that just didn't happen today, I guess. And yeah, the stupid shit just keeps coming. So Baxter got like real riled up one day. Like, you know how he does like the, he like will jump with his yes. paws and like put his butt in the air and, you know, yes. he's really riled up. Yes. Um, does does the he, spins. Yeah. And he, he accidentally cut my leg, like, really bad, honestly. Um, yeah, Baxter doesn't realize <laughs> how. Yeah. <laughs> Baxter doesn't realize that he takes up space. Yeah, No, he has no clue. And it wasn't like he was being mean or anything, but he, yeah, he, he cut my leg pretty he bad. He didn't know. And Bear, like, got the fuck up. And she was, like, right on the edge of, like, jumping in on him. Oh. She was like, you don't fuck with my girl. <laughs> But I think she also, like, did recognize that he is literally, like, six times her size. Okay, but Bear would win that fight. And Bear has won that fight. <laughs> Bear has won that fight. This uh, geriatric declog cat. Hey, girl. You have three fucking beds With and you're laying on my wooden tray. God-like energy. She does act like a dog. Oh, I said God. Oh, that too. <laughs> she also acts like a dog. <laughs> One time she fucking ate Baxter's food. That was really funny. <laughs> and Baxter just let her. <laughs> Baxter's like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess she's eating my food. Food is like <laughs> the size of her head. Like, <laughs> I still... Okay, we're, we're, we're continuing to go. Now we're talking about just Bear and Baxter. <laughs> One of my which favorite... is our third topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still just love. I was just whenever Baxter was accidentally left outside at night, and Bear was just sitting at the window staring at him, but didn't <laughs> tell anyone. She was just like, "Huh." <laughs> Baxter they left like, him. Help, they help, left him out. Help, when do you think they'll remember? Hmm. <laughs> like, hmm, looks a little cold out there. That you wish you were outside. Inside. <laughs> it's nice and cozy in here. Are you diabolical? Yeah. She gave me a little meow back. She said, yes, <laughs> I am diabolical. She's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> One of my favorite videos I have of her and Baxter <laughs> is I had just gotten back from a trip and Baxter came into my room wagging his tail so happy and Bear just runs from the like in the middle of my bed and fucking bitch slaps him so much like she's she's just wagging his tail bringing me fall he's like do 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 bear immediately is like get the fuck out this is me and Haley time and, 
and he just like stops wagging his tail but doesn't move (laughs) (laughs) oh my god they are so funny together they really are i'm gonna have to send you that video (laughs) i swear like baxter just has like the parks and recs theme going through his head like half the time (laughs) bold of you to think he has that much oh that's true (laughs) that's true he's such a sweet dumb boy he's so stupid he is so stupid i love him oh no he keeps wagging his tail (laughs) he just like kind of moves out of the way that's even just confused i'm sending it to you right now please do i'll post it as well okay wait watch it now it's really funny okay you can hear me say oh when she goes to slap him <laughs> he's just so confused i know see me as a him and i immediately say oh god and then she goes and slaps him there's like no reason for it either no she looks like she was just walking around the bed and then she said all this and fuckers like, in here well <laughs> think i'm going to slap this bitch she's like you know what it feels like a good day for Picking a fight. <laughs> crazy girl. Crazy girl. You're crazy. Crazy girl. All right. Anyways, tell me a story before we keep doing this. Yeah, because we, we will just keep going. Well, I have a story for you. A cryptid story. Hope that's all right. Cryptic. If it's not, I'm going to still tell it because it's the only notes I have. So here we go. So I I recently followed um, this thing on the Mystery Mountain Twitter because I don't use my own Twitter. I just live vicariously through the Mystery Mountain Twitter. Yeah, I know. At this point. <laughs> Sometimes um, there will be a tweet that's like totally unrelated to like the podcast and I'll be like, oh, okay. Like my Johns Hopkins tweet. Yeah. Yeah, and also, Johns Hopkins, you're wrong for what you did. Okay, well. Anyway. Need I mean, to call right, out. But, like, damn. The thing is, they literally just promised their grad students, like, a pay raise, and now it's been, like, two weeks and they haven't been paid. They've just been paid, like, zero dollars on their pay that's, stuff. That's really fucked up. And it's like, uh, is this being worked on? And they're like, we're working on it as fast as you can. It's like, it's been a month. Anyway, this is a call out for Johns Hopkins. Not really, though. What I wanted to talk about was <laughs> I followed this Twitter that like post anniversaries of like weird events and stuff like that. Because I was like, oh, stories. Um, and so this one came up on July 25th from... 1977. Uh-huh. And it is the Lawndale Big Bird Incident. We're not talking about Sesame Street. <laughs> the, big <bird. laughs> the Big Bird Incident. So let's jump into it. So Lawndale, Illinois is a small town about uh, two and a half hours outside of Chicago. I think it's so funny that you could literally be on like the border of another state and anywhere in Illinois, you're going to compare it to Chicago. 
yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, when you say Illinois, you always like not just you. I'm saying like everyone just follows it with its distance from Chicago, even though that's probably not always the best marker. Um, I guess I could say it's also like two hours north of St. Louis, so it's right mm-hmm. smack dab Louis. in the middle. But you know, but you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Like no, just gotta compare it to Chicago. <laughs> Honestly, just rename the state Chicago. <laughs> just rename Chicago and surrounding area. Then it's like you know, it's like New York City, New York, and it's like Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, maybe we should like, just do that for all the states. Yeah, your biggest city is now the name of the state. Yeah, I have no idea what the biggest city in like Idaho or Montana is, but it'd be a fun Isn't way to find out. Idaho is it? That's the only one I know in Idaho, so I fucking hope so. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Alabama is Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Alaska's... We don't need to name all. Okay, where is <laughs> Idaho? <laughs> Fuck, it's Boise. Des Moines isn't even on the list. <laughs> I don't even know... Isn't Des Moines... Des Moines is in Iowa! <laughs> I fucking fooled myself. Des Moines is the biggest city in Iowa, though. Just not in Idaho, because it's not in Idaho. <laughs> it is not the biggest city in Idaho, because it's not in Idaho. Hot take. <laughs> um, anyway, this oh. has been a geography lesson. I'm so bad at geography, as every <laughs> real American is. <laughs> yeah, the school system failed us. Can't even name the fucking state capital. No. The I states are all just one mess to me. They don't yeah. exist. And I oh. don't respect them. No. <laughs> sorry, sorry, anyone who's listening from... No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. No! We have the... It will end in ten minutes. No fucking way. No fucking Okay, start going. Funny story. I'll give you a one minute warning. Just like in talks. Okay. Oop. Go, go, go. Oop. Oop. Um, okay, so that's the wrong document. (laughs) Mondale, Illinois. It's July twenty fifth. The Lowe family is out enjoying dinner outside. Um, it's turned to dusk. Okay, okay. Keep going. (laughs) Okay. So the Lowe family is enjoying dinner outside, um, turning into dusk around like 8 p.m. And so they're starting to put stuff back. The kids are still playing in the backyard. Ruth Lowe, who is uh, the mother, is inside washing dishes when all of a sudden she hears a piercing scream from outside. Not good. Um, I think piercing screams are always a good sign in stories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good sign for a story because there's going to be a story. But a bad sign if you're the person the story's about, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, So Ruth ran outside only to see two large birds flying down. Big bird. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Big birds, not big bird. (laughs) But flying down and kind of like attacking her son. And at one point, the larger of the two picked him up 
and started lifting him into the air. <gasps> what? <laughs> and so this is a 10-year-old boy who was like around 56 to like 60 pounds at the time. That's that's a lot. Like that's not so- for that age, but like that's a lot to carry. That's a lot for a bird to carry. <laughs> At some point, the neighbor, um, James D. Daniels, who was visiting with the family, also ran back because he had heard the commotion and saw this as well with the boy in the bird's grasps. And he had a quote, which I had to include because it's one hell of a quote. Okay. <laughs> if I had had a can of beer earlier, then I could have said I imagined it. Um, Daniel said, <laughs> but I didn't have any beer that day. Cute shit. <laughs> so Ruth, you know, mother instinct immediately kicked in, ran after her son and the bird, tried to like grab her son and sort of beat back the bird. And eventually, honestly, queen shit too. <laughs> I know, honestly. Um, so the bird eventually released her son about like 35 feet away from where he originally was like sort of picked up and they say um kind of the witnesses both daniels and ruth say that they saw the bird lift him approximately at least two feet off the ground that's not like i'm gonna be real for the bird (laughs) fucking get games it means it wasn't like he was sort of dragged it was like he was little legitimately lifted up Okay, lifted the the boy, <laughs> lifted the boy to at least two off. feet off the ground. Okay, now it's elite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but dragged him like thirty five feet away from where the bird originally sort of grabbed hold of him. At this point, the birds flew off to Kickapoo Creek, and Ruth describes the birds in a police report as follows. It had a white ring around its half-foot-long neck. The rest of the body was very black. The bird's bill was six inches in length and hooked at the end. The bill? Yes. That's so big. Hi. The- Wait, six inches or six feet? Six inches. Oh my god, I thought you said six feet. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> not me just totally misunderstanding what you said you see my shock now i really in my mind's mind heard feet and then i like processed it more and i was like no she said it <laughs> six inches six feet it just could have skewered him <laughs> it didn't even need to like pick him up with its talons okay i'm sorry we keep talking about the bird that does not have a six foot beak with i was like do you think that's the ma-? i'm like if it was like a pelican or some shit i don't know why in my mind now it's a pelican <laughs> it had a white ring around a half foot long neck the rest of the body was very black the bird's bill was six inches in length and hooked at the end the claws on the feet were arranged with three in the front one in the back each wing less than the body was at least four feet the entire length of the bird's body, from beak to tail, was approximately four and one half feet. See, now it's less impressive because I started this image of this bird with a six-foot beak. <laughs> it's this monster of a bird. 
I feel like I've met a four foot bird before in my life. And so this description is very similar to that of an Andean condor, which let me pull up. I was going to say condors are like four feet. Like I thought this was going to be an aggressively large bird. I mean, it definitely is big. And also like if it's an Andean condor, what the hell was it doing in Illinois? Andean. Here, wait, I have a picture. I just need to Well, it was probably some fucking rich dude who wanted a condor and then let it go because it didn't he didn't actually want a condor. That's an Andean condor. Oh my god, wait, actually it's a terrible picture of an Andean condor. Sorry. (laughs) God, sorry. Jesus. Get it off my screen. I also have a (laughs) recreation of the scene. Do you want to Wait, see I yeah. want to see that one. That I want to see for sure. Stop. <laughs> That's so funny, Sierra. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's apparently what happened. If you were there, that's what you would have seen. Just like that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. This does not look like two feet off the ground. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was also said that Marlon, the boy, was very scared, but overall unharmed, um, other than a few scratches. And it was even said he had a small patch of gray hairs that did go away a couple of months after the incident. <laughs> okay. It really aged him. And so I do have a picture of Marlon and Ruth as well. Get to see the queen. There she is. There she is. Ruth doesn't he, look she like... She looks like she would fight a fucking huge Jesper. <laughs> she... She, she looks like she would... And she'd do it again for real. Ruth does not look like someone to be messed with. No, like she really does not. <laughs> Anyway, so despite going to the police, they were kind of just laughed at by the police. And to be fair, it's a pretty, like, incredulous story, but... Like, I don't think the police should laugh at people, but, like, yeah, okay, that's a tough position. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They did, like I said, make an official report just because of the sheer number of witnesses. So you had the neighbor and um, the parents. Um, however, again, it wasn't really taken that seriously, and then townspeople also were not that great when story got out. So Marlon was referred to as the bird boy by <laughs> most of his like peers in school. Um, <laughs> it doesn't help that his name is Marlon. <laughs> it doesn't help. Damn. Well, that's Damn a fish, fun. though. But it just gives... It's an animal. Yeah. (laughs) And kind of a little bit more like dark. uh, The pranksters would also leave dead pigeons on Lowe's front doorstep. Because, you know, funny small town pranks. And so, because of this, the Lowe's really no longer speak of it. And, like, Um, I don't blame them, but damn, that's sad. 
However, it was found that there were other reports of strange large birds in the area from around that time. So I have Uh those, and I have a little deeper dive into kind of... um, The theories? Not really theories, but some, some indigenous lore. How's that? Because, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. There was a bird. And it was probably yeah. a big bird. And it yeah. probably did attack this kid. Yeah. It's just like, what bird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but tell me more stories about the bird. So, in December 1977, um, so this would be after the incident, there were reports of a woman who was walking alone on a road when she saw something like a man up ahead. Um, however, she said it looked really strange, but that's all she remembers because she was found knocked out on the road and taken to the hospital with no other memory. <laughs> oh my god, that's really traumatic. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. laugh. It's just that was like quite it, an it was- interesting <laughs> the story. She saw a weird man. Is that what you said? Yeah, she and said she saw a man-like figure on the road, except the arms didn't seem right. And then she just then um, good night. And then <laughs> yeah. Night. Um, and so some people went out to go search the area to be like, you know, what the fuck happened? And reported finding a very large bird that they then shot and killed, but then buried the body somewhere because they were embarrassed by the fact that basically like this angry mob came out and attacked this giant bird so it was never verified <laughs> that's that's quite the story <laughs> going back to july cuz apparently i didn't think about how to order any of this uh 3 days prior to the incident with the low family kenneth nolenberg a farmer in New Holland, which is about 20 miles away, reported a strange bird on his farm. He said the bird was a dull gray with a white neck, small beak, so not six feet. Um, <laughs> it never was, was it? <laughs> <laughs> a crest of feathers on its head, and it was larger than a turkey. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> you know, Kenneth is a down-to-earth man. He gives you what he sees. It was larger than a turkey. He said, I've seen a turkey. <laughs> I've seen a turkey. It, it was bigger. It was bigger than that. That's all I got. Kenneth also said, it wasn't afraid of people. He said, we wondered at the time if it had escaped from the zoo. The strange bird was seen at their farm around 7 p.m. on Friday and was sitting on top of their barn making loud trumpeting noises. Nolan Berg's then said that the bird flew from the rooftop to rooftop on his farm buildings, then came down to the ground to eat some corn that he and his family had thrown out for it. At which point it got surprisingly close to the family, which is why he's like, it was not scared of us at all. Wait, what? I'm sorry, that's not the important part. Like, part? The important part about <laughs> the important fact about that? Loud but, trumpeting noises. Is that what contours make? Uh, I have no idea. I'm searching. Um, however, he and his wife looked after the bird left, went inside and looked at the trusty old encyclopedia, and they said that the bird most 
closely matched an African crested crane, which I have a picture of that, and it is nothing like a condor. Wait, I'm going to listen to the condor noises. Oh, okay. You want to share with the class? You could do share screen and share audio. Ah! <laughs> or not. It's okay. This is, oh, this is that's not what, the condor. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. That was so. Give me a fucking condor, sir. <laughs> Is there any sound to this? <laughs> oh, there we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was the sound described as again? Trumpeting. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, that's the trumpet, all right. All right, let's just move on from that. <laughs> Show me a picture. So this is a picture yeah. of <laughs> the African crested crane, which is what Kenneth says it looked like. So a little different. <laughs> Um, pardon? To be fair, I would be kind of bothered if that came and attacked me, too. <laughs> I mean, if any big bird ran at me, I think I would be freaked out, to be fair. <laughs> um, I just, that looks nothing like the <laughs> That looks thing. nothing like the Andean contour. No, like, not even a little. Like, couldn't even mistake it. Yeah. So that's confusing. You would miss like the big yellow <laughs> thing on its head. Thing on its head. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there were multiple birds on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> um. In Illinois. In Illinois. Additionally, a few days later, a fisherman on. Lake Shelbyville snapped a picture of a giant bird that was then appeared in the angler's hometown newspaper in Tuscola, Illinois, but I couldn't find the picture, so that's all I have on that. <laughs> I felt like including it, though. <laughs> so they snapped a picture, but you don't have the picture? I don't have- I looked everywhere for the picture. They were like, allegedly- I got a picture of this bird. Yeah, they're like, there's a picture of this. But fucking got him. No fucking idea where it is. But it won't be for free. It was a big bird, though. Real big. So going... Six feet Billy, I've heard. <laughs> Six feet. Questionable Sorry. if it had yellow feathers on the head. I was just staring at the bill. I was too distracted. <laughs> so fucking big. It was bigger than a turkey. I tell you that. So 
Interestingly, <laughs> we're just kind of derailing more here. There was also a string of sightings of a large bird in the 1940s in Alden, <laughs> Illinois, which was 126 miles south of Lawndale. Wait, when when were the other sightings again? In 1977. So 30. Oh no, birds. <laughs> birds do live that long, actually. How long Andean con How long does it life span? 50 years. Oh, there we go. I fucking told you. They're there not we go. That, they're not that heavy though. Why? I'm confused. Why would we think it was heavy? I don't know. I just feel like big birds should be big. They're skinny <laughs> queens, okay? <laughs> I just wasn't expecting that. Oh, boy. So, on April 4th, 1948, Army Colonel named Walter F. Sigmund. It's always the goddamn <laughs> Army Colonels, for real. <laughs> said that he saw a giant bird while conversing with a local farmer. No idea who the local farmer was. Don't care about him. He said, I thought there was something wrong with my eyesight, but it was most definitely a bird, not a glider or a jet plane. It appeared to be flying northeast. And from the movement of the object... As if there was like a lot of... Sorry. No, you As if there was like a ton of planes in the 1940s. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's fucking bird, you idiot. I feel like I would have thought it was a bird more. There was like two whole planes on Earth in the 40s. That's not true. There was two whole planes. But there was not many. How many planes <laughs> existed? Also in the 40s? You think they would have been in Illinois? <laughs> Sorry, I did not search that right. I just said how many planes exist in the U.S.? Do you have an answer? Oh, there's a there's a there was a lot more planes between the 1940 and 1941. I wonder what it caused that. Uh, <laughs> but there were 1,840 in 1940 and 10,071. And I'd imagine those 10,071 were not in Illinois. Yeah, but this was also 1948. God damn it. <laughs> Figure that one out, hey boo. I'm working on it. 1948 in aviation the united states air force has 20,800 down from 68,400 at the end of world war ii less planes well that was just the air force though <laughs> god damn it why is this hard to find shouldn't we know it's it's kind of an obscure fact how many commercial planes how many commercial planes there were in Illinois in 1948? I'm searching in the U.S. I I didn't that I was a little goofy with that one. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you. Not a lot. <laughs> uh, not as many as today. Commercial flights begin. 1914. When did commercial flights become popular? <clears throat> 1950s. See? 48? No planes. <laughs> no planes. <laughs> Except for the Air Force. The like 20,000 that were in the Air Force. No. Not even those. There was not a single plane. They were actually just really big birds. <laughs> they were all really big birds. 
Um, so anyway, he said, I thought there was something wrong with my eyesight. Don't know if he had a beer or not, <laughs> um, but it was most definitely a bird, not a glider, not a jet plane. It appeared to be flying northeast, and from the movements of the object and its size, I figured the bird had to be of tremendous size. Other eyewitnesses corroborated this, saying that the bird seemed to be as large as a small airplane. Oh my, that is bigger than four feet. <laughs> Something's not as an airplane. <laughs> what? How small is the airplane? No. <laughs> the smallest <laughs> Just... airplane. Like, airplanes weren't huge there, but they were bigger than four feet, okay? Yeah, yeah. Huge there? Like, what do I mean? Huge in Illinois? <laughs> No, they actually have just tiny, tiny planes in Illinois. <laughs> no big planes in Illinois. So this is also interesting because Alton, Illinois is home to one of the oldest and most famous murals depicting the Piazza Bird, also sometimes called the Thunderbird. Show me a picture right now. Did you not have one? I do not have one of the Piazza Are you Bird. Fucking, you heard Thunderbird? Piazza bird? <laughs> yeah. You said I'll I don't find need it that. real quick. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, I'll find it. Jesus. Fuck you. I already found it. Oh, this is <laughs> not this. Wait, what is the Piazza bird? It's a mural. It is. Well, like, what is it? Uh, I'm going to get into it. Okay, get into it because I already fucking found it. <laughs> okay. So, 1200 CE, there was a city in this area um, of the Cahuica people. It was also just called Cahuica because, I don't know, they weren't really sure, I guess, what the city was called. Yeah, we can't really ask them, so I get it. Yeah. Um, but there were approximately 20,000 to 30,000 people in this area. So one of the biggest indigenous cities in North America, um, minus Mexico. And so this mural was made around that time and was first encountered by European settlers in 1673 by Father Jack Marquette. Unclear what it meant to people because obviously 1200 to 1673, a little bit of a time jump. A little bit. Um, in 1836, John Russell, who was a professor in Greek and Latin, wrote about the mural and claimed to have asked uh, local indigenous people of what it meant. And he said that it was depicting a creature that the local people claimed in a myth had attacked nearby villages after it had had gained a hunger for human flesh after a large war. Um, so the legend claims that a local chief managed to slay the monster by using himself as bait and that the mural is a painting of the bird that was defeated. However, some people believe Russell just made this up. I'm kind of on that. I'm kind of agree. <laughs> so, unclear exactly what it is we do know that you know in that area the like 
artifacts and stuff like that they found they have found depictions of like large birds and kind of going into more nowadays sort of indigenous tradition there is of course the legend of the thunderbird which is believed by like a lot of people in the midwest and especially on the great plains which is you know essentially a giant bird that flies around the sky and can wreak havoc and stuff but other than that there's really no explanation i couldn't see any reports of a zoo losing a bird or multiple birds they didn't talk about that shit back then (laughs) hey just said hey tommy you remember those birds we had yeah they aren't here anymore yeah we don't got them (laughs) they're gone But yeah, so that is the story of the Lawndale bird incident and some of the strange kind of sightings and lore around Big Bird from around the area. Not Sesame Street. Other Big Birds. Not Sesame Street. Yeah, that was was the picture. The first depiction is really fucking funny. (laughs) I'm glad no one got hurt, you know, in the long run. Like, a few scratches isn't too bad. A little bit of psychological trauma. Just makes you more interesting. With, you know... Don't quote me on that. That Kids pelting their house with dead pigeons, but, you know. Yeah. He'll get over it. (laughs) What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand a little taller. Bird boy. Bird boy. But yeah, so that's the story. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter at Mystery MTN Pod. You can uh, we'll tweet the really funny uh, depiction. Yep, of what happened, along with funny videos of bear. Yep. Um, we have an email, Mystery Mountain Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, I do not check it because I do not have the password, but Sarah probably will. I will. And she'll screenshot emails to me. I will. <laughs> oh. And I'll reply to them if you say hey. Can you send those to me? Yeah, I can send those to you too. Have we, had we haven't gotten any. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can send them to you when we do. Be so the first excited. one. No. <laughs> Be the first one. It'll make Haley's day. No, we did get um, one from Marie Corner a while ago. Yep. Yeah, shout out, I Marie. Love that. you. Um, I don't know if she still listens. I hope she does. Hope she does. Shout out. If, if you she do, does, she'll send us this. another email. If if you hear this, Marie, tell me you heard it. And rate and subscribe to us on whatever, whatever network you get your podcasts from. Now bringing back the whooping cough era. Whooping cough era voice. It's just who I am. <laughs> deep inside but yeah and we'll see you next time on mystery mountain bye now (laughs) (laughs) what an unhinged episode